1: The Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington.
0: Protesters surged through the streets of Hong Kong this morning, battling with riot police in a demonstration over a proposed law that would allow China to extradite criminal suspects to the mainland. Republican Congressman Mike Gallagher telling the Salem Radio Network the extradition treaty is a bad deal.
2: The extradition treaty that millions have taken to the streets... Uh, to protest, would be the final blow to even marginal freedom in Hong Kong. I think it could also violate provisions of the U.S.-Hong Kong Policy Act.
0: The violent demonstrations prompted postponement of a parliamentary debate over the extradition treaty. Donald Trump Jr. testifying this morning behind closed doors on Capitol Hill. Democrats with more questions about the Russia probe and uh, Trump Jr.'s earlier testimony. On Wall Street, the Dow is down seven points. The S&P is off one point. This is SRN News.
3: Are you a member of our rewards program?
4: Yeah. I had the card here somewhere.
3: We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't find. At Wellness Radio 1570, we've simplified the process. All All of the the perks, perks, none none of the hassle. hassle. It's the Wellness 1570 Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. To sign up, visit TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com.
5: Like It Matters Radio, kicking off next with Mr. Scott Black. As we enter 9 a.m., happy Wednesday to you. We've got showers possible yet this morning. This afternoon looking to be sunny. Should be reaching into the upper 60s. Tonight, into the upper 40s. A little cooler, but then sunny the rest of the week. And in the 70s, it's going to be a nice way to round it out. Wellness 1570 as we jet towards Father's Day weekend find out more at twincitieswellnessradio.com I want you to sleep in.
6: I want you to cool down. And I want you to have the home of your dreams. I'm Melissa Walters, CEO and daughter of Family Owned and Run BlindsGalore.com. My mom Shelley, hi everyone. And I have been working together for as long as I can remember. We've never settled for mediocre and you shouldn't either. We're tough customers, but we love to say wow when it's worth it. That's why we built Blinds Galore, to give you designer blinds, shades, drapery, and shutters without the designer price. Get free samples, free shipping, and all the free design help you desire. Our in-house team of experts can help you online or over the phone every step of the way. Plus, you're free to exchange your custom blinds or shades for any reason. It's that simple. We've been doing this for nearly 20 years and want you to take pride in your window treatments. It's your home, after all. You'll love the view. We promise. Just go to BlindsGalore.com. That's BlindsGalore.com.
0: You're a do-it-yourselfer. You fix things around the house, take care of the yard, wash your car, and on top of it all, run your own business. But wow, when it comes to digital marketing and advertising, things aren't so do-it-yourself. You need results and just aren't getting them on your own. Salem Surround will get you results. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers, so you can run your business. Using every digital marketing tool possible is a necessity to compete in today's business world. But you have to know about all the options. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and, most importantly, revenue. There really are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to SurroundMSP.com. SurroundMSP.com. Connecting you with new customers.
7: Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at SocialSecurity.gov. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there As you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey, Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov.
8: Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense.
7: The following
0: program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
9: Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired?
1: We're going to keep it simple, soldier. Today, we're going to give you just two choices. You don't need 22 choices. You don't need 10 choices. You don't need 7, 8, or 9 choices. Let us keep it simple, soldier. And today's topic of the show is The Road Not Taken. You know, it's a great poem by Robert Frost. It says, The Road Not Taken. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood. "'and sorry I could not travel both, "'and be one traveller long I stood "'and looked down one as far as I could "'to where it bent in the undergrowth. "'Then took the other as just as fair and having perhaps the better claim, "'because it was grassy and wanted wear, "'though as for that the passing there "'had worn them really about the same. "'And both that morning equally lay "'in leaves no step had trodden black. "'Oh, I kept the first for another day,' Yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubt it, if I ever should come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence, two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one last traveled by, and that has made all the difference. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we are all uh, natural-born procrastinators, And procrastination is putting off what should be done. Putting it off for whatever reason. You can go through all the excuses. But we are natural born procrastinators. And the number one way we procrastinate is I don't know. That's your answer. I don't know. See, we don't want to know. We don't want to take an honest look. Because if we did know our marriage was broken, then we need to take a look at it. If we did know that Coach was molesting our child uh, after practice, because we were too busy building our kingdom on this planet that we couldn't be where we were supposed to be, then we don't need to take a look at our lifestyle choices. So a lot of people are so busy. You know, I have heard a pastor one time say, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. We're so busy. We're so busy on weekends with all our kids' sports, running from this sport to that sport, you know, 14-hour days on weekend uh, softball games, three, four games a a weekend. You know, we're so busy with all the, you know, uh, uh, the Ocho, you know. (laughs) How many channels of ESPN do we really need, people? You know, have you flipped through the channels? There is every type of sport you could ever imagine on TV. Don't you see it? We're so busy we got so much going on you see confusion uh is our enemy's greatest weapon formed against us see when we're confused we don't walk with a purpose when we're confused we don't talk up and when when we're confused we don't uh, we don't do things intentionally when we're confused uh we don't stand out or stand up or speak up or speak out when we're confused don't you hear it the number one cause of procrastination is I don't know the weapons formed against us that is most powerful is confusion, and so one thing as leaders we must do is we must remove confusion. But you got to realize that life is about choices. You know where are we're, we're conceived. You know people want to ask a silly question: When does life begin? Well, life doesn't begin at the at the birth. That's just when we're got out of the womb. But life begins at conception. Google it. You can search it now. Uh, they always believe that something magnificent happens when an egg is fertilized at conception. And now they show that it's basically a cellular fireworks when conception takes place. When life is created, it's a cellular fireworks. And so life begins at conception. We are having memories and learning and hearing and listening to our parents' voice and we're taking on the, the chemical makeup of our bodies being created by the the epigenetics of the mother. Her 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 food that she's eating is being nourished. Her, 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 her thoughts that she's having is creating neural pathways and energy that's active in the creation process. Uh, by the time a child is six years old, the majority of the map of reality is in place, but I can tell you this. Uh, by the time uh, an embryo uh is what 11th to 25th weeks or 26 weeks their fingerprints are in place their fingerprints are exact duplicate copy of the neural pathways in their brain so their brain makeup how they're going to be how they're going to learn what percentage of visual auditory kinesthetic what percentage they are right brain left brain that basic demeanor that whether they're self-driven or or environmentally driven all that is already in place in the first trimester. Stunning, right? So we're conceived. Uh, we we spend nine months. Some of us, some of us spend only five months in the womb. Some of us spend a little ten months in the womb. But we're conceived. We spend our time in the womb, and then we're birthed, and then we have childhood, uh, and then there's this adolescence. And by the time a child is six years old, the majority of their map reality in place before we're on our own, we've learned how to survive, how to get through, how to become a chameleon, how to rebel, how to fight, whatever it is, right, to to get through that childhood. Maybe one out of five people have a great childhood, maybe two out of five people have a, a pretty good childhood, but I'm telling you what, based on my 25 years, based on the I don't know, the ten, fifteen thousand 15,000 people that I've walked intimately with. More than half of people have a traumatized childhood. My daughter, uh, who I love very much, and my son, I raised my kids, my two oldest kids a little bit on my own. Uh, man, I had a traumatic childhood. And I, My daughter was the most important thing in my life. I altered everything I did. I wanted to give my kids the life I never could have dreamed of. My kids were never molested. They were never abused, although Christian might tell you the couple times I put my hands around his neck and wanted to lift him off the ground. Ah, so frustrating. You know, I might have had a a, a couple of, of, of harsh disciplines with my son, Christian, uh, but man, from the I can't remember the last time I put a hand on them be, when they were in double digits age-wise. But yet today, my daughter, who lives in uh, academia, who, you know, is part of a... Uh, of a church group that doesn't seem interested in what the Bible says, more interested in their uh what they think it should be, <laughs> thinks that you know she's come to grips with her childhood she's had a tough childhood. you know, ladies and gentlemen, we all have choices, and that's the point here is at some point we start making our own choices as little kids, we start making our own belief choices, but as we get our own, we make choices and it's it's like a switching yard in a train station. My little boy, Benai is into trains so much. He loves trains. And there's these switches. So this train comes in one way, Thomas the train. And if he pushes the lever down, it goes to the left. If he leaves alone, it goes to the right. It's a switching station. And I want you to consider life is that way. It's a series of choices. You know, we all have a choice to live a lie or be ourselves to laugh and cry or to follow someone else to look up and smile, or bow down and frown, to walk the whole mile, or take off our crown. We have a choice to shout out loud, or chant a whisper, to fly through the clouds, or to be blown like paper, to conquer our fear, or hide in the shadow, to the wise words hear, or be thrown out the window. We all have a choice to climb our highest mountain, or fall into their deepest hole, to drink from life's fountain, or live life like a troubled soul. See, no one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. And so today, I want to consider we have choices. Let's keep it simple, soldier. We don't need to make it convoluted. There's a narrow road and there's a wide road. You're either a flower in a relationship or a gardener. You're either a conduit or you're a cistern. You're either self-thinking, you can think on your own, or you're a group thinker. You're either wrapped up in, in, in your success or you're wrapped up in significance. You're either focused on self or you're focused on others. You either have a backwards focus or forward focus. You either have a limited pie or an unlimited pie. Today, we're going to talk about the road not taken. Because before each and every human being, there are choices. And the sum total of our life comes down to those choices. We'll be back in three minutes.
9: And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did. And I'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to find Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
8: Students come to Online Trading Academy for many reasons. Some love their jobs but don't make enough money to live the life they dream about. Some aren't happy with their job and hope for something better. And others invest and trade, but just need a better path to improve their returns. We even have students who have never invested or traded before, and they might not even know a stock from a rock, but dream of having extra income. There are better income opportunities than trading your time for money. It's time to learn those skills. Join us at Online Trading Academy so we can show you the path to your financial freedom. Register today for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250 on your cell phone, keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com.
7: Online Training Academy Radio.
5: Like It Matters Leadership Awakening changes lives. Listen to this fireman's comments as he compares other training to Leadership Awakening
2: it's like no other you know people say that you're crazy for running into a burning building but you know the one thing they have in common is adrenaline you know from from go when mr v opened those doors and said, you may enter it was it was non-stop adrenaline but it's unlike anything i've ever done it's pushed me in ways that i never thought i could be pushed
5: Like It Matters. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
1: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about the road not taken and please if you miss any of this radio show you need to be on this radio show you need to spend an hour a day you realize our mind has unlimited plasticity our mind is the only organ in our body that actually gets better with use every other organ is going to wear out the more you use it the the weaker the more worn out becomes but your mind is not that way you can stay young mentally by challenging yourself, by learning a book, by reading uh, reading a book now and then that doesn't have smut or vampires in it. And by the way, before break, uh, I had read a poem called Choices. That was by Alan Stiebel. Great poem by Alan Stiebel called Choices. And that's what today's about. Today's show is called the road not taken. And so uh, if you missed any of this show, you need to listen to it again. Go to likeitmattersradio.com, likeitmattersradio.com, and uh, you can listen to this and other archive messages. Also, please share us. Wherever city you're in, please reach out to your local radio station. Tell them that they should carry like it matters radio, you know there's a lot of stations that are looking for good content that they got to fill spots they haven't have all the time sold, so I don't care if it's two o'clock in the morning I don't care if it's midnight, I don't care if it's on a Sunday at two a m or whatever. man, let them know we're out there. I'll send them our radio station they can tr- they can play it. you know, I truly believe we can change this world. But if we're going to change this world, we've got to change our thinking. I teach people how they work. I teach people how to get out of the pasture seat and get into the driver's seat so they're not so manipulated. And that's what today's radio show is about, The Road Not Taken. So listen to this radio show daily. You can subscribe to iTunes. Go to iTunes, and you can subscribe to Like It Matters Radio. Go to Facebook. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com, L-I-M-Radio. And we are so blessed. We are in two terrestrial markets, and uh, soon we'll be in the local market in Dallas-Fort Worth as well. Uh, but we're in Minneapolis-St. Paul, our our base station, our team, our equipo, uh, right there. AM 1570, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com, uh, nine to uh, nine to ten a.m. every day, Monday through Friday, Central Standard Time. And then we replay in Minneapolis-St. Paul, 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then St. Louis, so honored to be on the St. Louis Gospel Experience. Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM. Love being a part there. Love speaking life into all communities. Communities of color, communities of non-color, communities of hope, communities of hopelessness, uh, communities of privilege, communities of non-privilege i treat all people the same like dr king said it really should matter the content of someone's character it really should matter what type of person they are not what type of uh, person uh, that that they they have on their outside not what color of skin not what sex uh not what height not what any of that stuff none of that matters what matters is the content of someone's character and let's be honest ladies and gentlemen we live in a harsh world, man, where there are people who are keeping their pound of flesh, are keeping their record of wrong. Remember, there's two types of people. Keep it simple, soldier. You don't need 22 choices. Keep it simple. Dr. William Marston, who's considered the father of adult learning, taught us back in the 20s, 1920s, that adults learn in chunks. Adults can hold on to only at a given time, he said 100 years ago, seven plus or minus two chunks. I can tell you that's changed. We are simple-minded, closed-minded, narrow-minded. Uh, we can't hold on to seven things. I'm going to suggest keep it simple, soldier. Keep it to two or three. Don't give yourself seven choices because you'll confuse yourself and you won't make any. Or you'll take whatever the easiest and be careful of the easy button. The easy button's not what you're looking for. If you're looking for easy, go to a bar on Friday or Saturday night past midnight. If you're looking for easy, hit some of these apps where you just connect with whoever's close by and you exchange some fluids and then you go on your way. If you're looking for easy, you're probably going to wind up in jail someday. If you're looking for easy, you're probably not finding eternal. You don't want the easy button, you want the go button. And it's easy to keep a pound of flesh. It's easy to keep a record wrong. It's easy to tell people that, that you know all the things they've done wrong. Here's an article. Santa Ana McDonald's manager beaten, choked by a woman, upset. <clears throat> and you might ask yourself, wow, what could this woman be upset about? Was she attacked? Was she verbally humiliated? Was she uh, Did the person uh, that she attacked vote for Trump? Uh, was she wearing a Make America Great hat again? That's why she was beaten. Nope. A woman was captured on video beating a McDonald's store manager in Santa Ana recently and police released the footage Tuesday as they intensified their efforts to find her. The incident began around 11 p.m. on October 27th, after the woman went through the drive-thru of the McDonald's restaurant. After getting her food, she apparently became enraged when she discovered, you ready for this? There was not enough ketchup in the order. Oh, that ticks me off, man. Oh, that gets me boiling. Oh, I just want to pick up my AK-47. I mean, wow. The woman then entered. When she found out there was enough ketchup in her bag, the woman then entered the employee entrance of the McDonald's. I mean, the, the, the building's closed. So she goes in the employee entrance and asks for ketchup. When told by the manager she couldn't be in the building, the woman became combative. Uh, That's in quotes. And began pushing, punching, and choking the employee. Can you believe that? Why? Because this woman's sick and tired of the world treating her like terrible. Sick and tired of treating her like she doesn't matter. And she's Hispanic. You can tell that in the picture. And so she's been raged up, told to hate Trump, and Trump hates her. Rah! You know, this guy's going to go away in a little while, ladies and gentlemen. But your hatred, your bitterness... Uh, that stuff that you thinks from God that's not from God will not go away. see there's two types of people in the world: there are those people that are looking to get their pound of flesh uh, to keep their record or wrong, or those people that are giving out an ounce of mercy, maybe a couple ounce of mercy, maybe they're given forgiveness, maybe they're given understanding. See there are two types of people in this world: there are leaners and there are lifters. There are two kinds of people on earth today, two kinds of people no more, I say. Not the good or the bad, for it's well understood. The good are half bad. The bad are half good. Not the happy or sad, for in the swift flying years bring each man his laughter and each man his tears. Not the rich or the poor, for to count a man's wealth, you must know the state of his conscience and health. Not the humble and proud for in life's busy span who puts on vain airs is not, counted a man. No, the two kinds of people on earth I mean are the people who laugh and the people who lean. I'm sorry, the people who lift and the people who lean. Wherever you go, you'll find the world's masses are ever divided into these two classes. And strangely enough, you will find, too, I mean, there is only one lifter to 20 who lean. In which class are you? Are you easing the load of the overtaxed lifters who toil down the road? Or are you a leaner who lets others bear your portion of worry and labor and care? That's by Ella Wheeler Cox. And you know, ladies and gentlemen, that's the point today. There are really two types, two roads. You know, even the good book talks about that. The good book talks about that there are two gates, that there are two paths. One is narrow and one is wide. One has very few people on it and one has a lot of people on it. One is hard and one is easy. One is a lot of fun and one is a lot of work. One has a lot of self-success on it. And one has a lot of significance on it. One is popular. One is not popular. One is common. What you'd call conventional wisdom. And one is uncommon. Not many agree with it. One could be called the way of the world. And one is absolutely not the way of the world. I mean, it could be a lot of other ways, but it's not the way of the world. It could be self-way. It could be a weird way. It could be a strange way. It could be God's way. But it's not the way of the world. And today, ladies and gentlemen, I just want you to consider... So many people are on autopilot, and they're not dealing with things. You know, one of the reasons why our training is so tough is because we have people take a 100% honest look at themselves. And this level of honesty is in relation to how they can improve in every aspect of their life. You know, to become a better boss, a better coworker, a better team player, heck, a better spouse, a better parent, if those are roles you play in your life. And so without you realizing what we're doing, we have you take this personal inventory, have you take a look at your strengths, have you take a look at your weaknesses, uh, work on reinforcing the strengths and minimizing the soft areas. In two and a half days, people learn more about themselves in that two days than they could possibly learn about themselves in years outside that classroom. But in that process, I've learned again that there are really two choices. You can choose to trust or you can choose to be stuck in the past. You can choose to take constructive criticism or you can choose to take it as an attack on you. You can choose to take advantage of the opportunity or you can choose to take advantage of your excuses of why you can't take advantage of the opportunity. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about the road not taken. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network.
0: reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included
9: change the course of your life go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next leadership awakening in minneapolis june 13th through the 15th that's likeitmatters.net leadership awakening we don't take applicants only commitment
3: According to a recent Barna study, schools are seen as a negative influence on faith formation. Church leaders view parents, churches, and Christian communities as positive influences on a child's spiritual life. However, children are spending most of their daytime weekday hours at school, which is perceived by many church leaders as a negative influence. A good Christian school can provide a strong Christian community to help positively influence your child's spiritual formation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we believe in the power of Christian education so much, we have partnered with local Christian schools to offer half-off your child's first year of tuition. It's our half-off tuition program. To find out if the school you are considering is part of this program and to take another great step in your child's faith formation, call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If listening to Mr.
8: Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix.
1: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction. Don't you know what that means? That means your work is going to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. That already differentiates you from most of the people in this world. Yep, it truly does. And today, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the road not taken. And by the way, for those that don't know, you can go to my uh, website, likeitmatters.net, and you can look at our training schedule. I had someone text me in between uh, on the commercial break. Uh, Yeah, you go to likeitmatters.net, you can see our schedule right there. Uh, We only got one class left this year, and that's in Sacramento at the end of the year. It's already closed. Uh, it's actually overbooked so uh and the class in January is already o- closed it's overbooked as well in January people truly this radio show's taken off and and help us spread the, show, the the news on this radio show please whatever city you live in reach out to your local radio station and say hey we got some great program if you're looking to fill some space cuz all radio stations are looking to fill space they have time that they haven't sold and they like good content Man, our, our radio show is a great filler. I want to be in every country, I mean in every city, uh, on every radio station around this country. We can change things. We can change the world. We just got to wake people up. I kind of feel like I'm in a, on a rescue mission. I want to wake people up. It's kind of like the Matrix. You got people just you know, living life in a drone, as a drone, living life plugged in, being told what to think. And that's what today's show is all about. You know, The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost. He said there's two roads he came to. And he wound up taking the one that was less taken. And that's what we're called to do. The good book tells us that. To find the narrow path, not the wide path. Find the one with very few on it. Not the one with tons of people on it. You got to decide what type of person are you going to be. It reminds me of a story about two men who both played different roles in this interaction. Two men, both seriously ill, occupied the same hospital room. One man was allowed to sit up in his bed for an hour each afternoon to help drain the fluid from his lungs. His bed happened to be next to the room's only window. The other man had to spend all his time flat on his back. The men talked for hours on end. They spoke of their wives and their families, their homes, their jobs... Their involvement in the military service where they had been on vacation, all that, they just, that's all they had to do is fill the time with conversation. Every afternoon, when the man in the bed by the window was allowed to sit up, he would pass the time by describing to his roommate all the things he could see outside the window. And he would do this in full living color, in great, vivid, intimate details. It was like the, the other guy laying on the bed could see through his eyes. The man in the other bed began to live for those one-hour periods where his world would be broadened and enlivened by all the activity, the color of the world outside, as described as this man through his own eyes. He was seeing it and then conveying it to this other man who was uh, flat on his back. And it was like he was seeing himself. See, the window overlooked a park with a lovely lake. And because of the water, there was all kinds of activity around it. You know, ducks and swans played on the water while children sailed their model boats. Young lovers walked arm in arm amidst flowers of every color and a fine view of the city skyline could be seen in the distance. As the man by the window described all this in exquisite detail, the man on the other side of the room would close his eyes and imagine the picturesque scene. One warm afternoon, the man by the window described a parade passing by. Although the other man couldn't hear the band, he could see it. In his mind's eyes, as the gentleman by the window portrayed it with descriptive words, and then in his mind's ear, he could hear it. He could hear the march. He could hear the trumpet. He could hear the bass drum. He could hear the trombone, as if he were standing on the street sidewalk, watching it go by. Days and weeks passed. One morning, the day nurse arrived to bring water for their baths, only to find the lifeless body of the man by the window. He had died that night before peacefully in his sleep. She was saddened and called the hospital attendants to take the body away. As soon as it seemed appropriate, the other man asked if he could be moved next to the window. The nurse was happy to accommodate And they made the switch. And after making sure he was comfortable, she left him alone. Slowly, painfully, he propped himself up on one elbow to take his first look out of the real world, to look outside that window, to give him some hope, some life, some light, like his friend would do daily. And as he strained to get up, and lean on that elbow in, in intense pain. He slowly turned to look out the window beside the bed. And what he saw stunned him. He was facing a blank wall. The man asked the nurse what could have compelled his deceased roommate, who had described such wonderful things outside this window, to lie to him, to make all that stuff up to mislead him. The nurse responded that the man was blind and could not even see the wall. She said, perhaps he just wanted to encourage you. Well, there's a choice. Are you an encourager? Or are you a discourager? You no, know, think about that. Are you running around out there wanting to be like everybody else? Or are you out there living your life in a way that people want to be like you? I mean, think about this. For the last couple of hundred years, a majority of the world has wanted to be like America. And somehow over the last dozen or ten years, somehow that all switched. All of a sudden, America wanted to be like the rest of the world. But let's bring this back to you. Are you living your life in such a way that the rest of the world wants to be like you, the people in your world, the people at your work, the people in your community, the people in your family? Or are you still wanting to figure out and be like everybody else? See, when you know who you are, when you know why you're here, when you know whose you are, those choices are a lot simpler. When you know why the God of the universe breathed life into you, why you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, do it again and again. You have a mission, you have a purpose, you have a vision, you have core values. That's what I do at likeitmatters.net. I help people remind themselves who they are, what they were made for, why they were created. You're unique. There's nobody else out there like you. You can either be a a popular person or not popular. You can either be keep your record wrong or give forgiveness. You could either play the victim or you could hand out understanding. You could either keep your pound of flesh or you can give away some mercy. You can either live in a limited pie theory or an unlimited pie theory and give it away. You can either be wrapped up in your own success or you can focus on the significance, which mandates that include other people. Dorothy Parker has a great poem. It's called Men. And it's probably more tailored from a, a, a woman's point of view to a man who's courter. But I want you to hear when you say men, human, human, the world, the system, the man. Some of you know what I'm talking about, right? The man, the man's keeping you down. The man's got his thumb on you. The man's making you do what you do. The man's why you're so angry, right? It's called men. It says they hail you as their morning star because you are the way you are. If you return the sentiment, they'll try to make you different. And once they have you safe and sound, they want to change you all around. Your moods and ways they put a curse on. They'd make of you another person. They cannot let you go your gait. They influence and re educate. They'd alter all that they admired. They make me sick. They make me tired. And see, when you don't know who you are, when you know why you're here, see, you're either a person of purpose or you're a person of survival. You either have a reason why you get out of bed each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, do it again and again, or you don't. See, so many people are wanting to to be what everybody else wants them to be. Somewhere along the line, they lost themselves. Maybe they never even knew themselves. We get so wrapped up in wanting to be liked, wanting to fit in, wanting to keep up. We want to keep up with the Joneses. Keep up with people we don't know, buying things we don't need, doing things that don't bring us everlasting peace or contentment. And then we get to a low point. We wonder why. What's this all about? Either you're an encourager or you're a discourager. Either you use your words to build people up or you use your words to tear them down. Either you're a conduit or a cistern. You know, a conduit is a pass-through agent. A cistern holds on to things. You know, the Dead Sea is one of the lowest places on the earth. And nothing flows out of the Dead Sea. A few underground waterways feed it. That's why it's dead. Let me ask you something, leader. Are you a Dead Sea leader? Has your father or mother poured into you all your life and now you're just taken away? You're murdering them with your gossip with your victimhood are you a giver or taker see a conduit is a pass-through agent we use our blessings to bless other people but a cistern just stores up stores up keeps but doesn't share it's all about them to a cistern but to a conduit it's all about service i am mr black we'll be back in three minutes Give a person
2: a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you are made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at MrBlack at LikeItMattersRadio.com. In the subject line, put Posse. Again, that's Black at com. In the subject line, put Posse. Join our Posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at mrblack at radio dot com in the subject line. Put Posse.
1: Give me 48 hours, and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours, and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours, and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your freedom. It is your power.
9: At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule.
4: If you have suffered a work injury, or if you have been injured in a car accident, you have an absolute right to seek care wherever you wish. Why not seek the best care possible? call 763-416-1400, again 763-416-1400, Northstar Neurological Clinic has been providing high quality personalized care for 35 years. Like a well-fitting suit, your care should be tailored to your individual needs. I am Dr. Stephen Trobiani and I have provided expert individualized care to injured patients throughout my career. To schedule an appointment, call 763-416-1400. Again, 763-416-1400. Or visit us online at NorthStarPainCare.com. Again, NorthStarPainCare.com. You'll be glad you did.
1: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life county, Mr. Black. And please, I'd love to hear from you. Please email me, Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. That's M R B L A C K at likeitmatterspluralradio.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you want anything I share on the radio, I'd love to share that with you. Uh, and if you truly want to change your life, my friend, if you truly want to live the life that you were created to live, because I help people maximize the potentials they were created with, Go to likeitmatters.net. And today we're talking about the two different types of people. The show's called The Road Not Taken because we have these these uh, switches in our life. We have a series of choices. And the way we're remembered at the end of our life is by those choices that we make. And you can either be one or the other. You can either be the, on the narrow path or the wide path, but not both. You could either be doing the the things that are common or the things that are uncommon. You can either be keeping your pound of flesh or giving away some mercy. You can either be a giver or a taker. One of my favorite poems is called The Cookie Thief. It's by Valerie Cox. It says a woman was waiting at an airport one night with several long hours before her flight. She hunted for a book in the airport shop bought a bag of cookies, and found a place to drop. She was engrossed in her book but happened to see that the man beside her, as bold as could be, grabbed a cookie or two from the bag between, which she ignored to avoid a scene. She munched cookies and watched the clock as the gutsy cookie thief diminished her stock. She was getting more irritated as the minutes ticked by, thinking, if I weren't so nice, I'd blacken his eye. With each cookie she took, he took one too. When only one was left, she wondered what he'd do. With a smile on his face and a nervous laugh, he took the last cookie and broke it in half. He offered her half as he ate the other. She snatched it from him and thought, Oh brother, this guy has some nerve and he's also quite rude why he didn't even show any gratitude. She had never known when she'd been so galled and sighed with relief when her flight was called. She gathered her belongings and headed to the gate, refusing to look back at that thieving ingrate. She boarded the plane and sank in her seat, then sought her book, which was almost complete. As she reached in her baggage, she gasped with surprise why there was her bag of cookies in front of her eyes. If mine are here, she moaned with despair, then the others were his, and he wanted to share. Too late to apologize, she realized with grief that she was the rude one, the ingrate, the thief. You know, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes we think we're giving when we're really taking. You know, givers and takers. I'm sure all of us can relate to times in our lives when we felt absolutely certain our perceptions right, only to find the truth in a different light. Let's be honest. Have you been the cookie thief more times than you'd like to admit? You know, and that's why what I do is so tough, because we have to take a 100% honest look at ourselves. And all true leaders ask themselves three questions they're called three questions of a clear vision. Where am I now? Where am I going? And what will it take to get there and how long? You know, that first question requires absolute honesty. I used to travel with a Garmin, you know, you know, the detachable GPS device. And I'd take my Garmin in the house. I'd type in the address of where I wanted to go. I'd put the zip code, the dash, the four digits. I mean, I knew exactly where I wanted to go. But occasionally when I did that, the GPS would not give me directions. And you know why? Because the GPS couldn't locate me. In other words, the satellite could not find where I was holding their unit. And if that GPS, that satellite, can't identify my starting point, then it doesn't matter how clear my instructions are. It won't give me directions. You know, and the truth will set you free. And a lot of us are afraid of the truth. We procrastinate. We pretend. We act as if nothing's wrong. Everything's okay. We put our nose to the grindstone. I remember a story I heard years ago. Buddha, uh, when he was training his, uh, his people, he would tell a story. He said there was this man who, who was a single dad. He loved his little boy. And he lost his wife uh, a little while earlier, but he had to travel. Part of his way, he sold goods, and so he had to travel. So he would teach his son to stay locked up in the room and not to answer the door and all that. And uh, while he was away, he had heard that a group of bandits, marauders, had come to their village and and kidnapped everybody and killed some, kidnapped the rest, burned the village down. And upon hearing that, he he hurried back to his village. And he came to his, his home, and it was burned down. And as he was going through the rubble, he saw what looked to be the remains of his son, a small skeletal system. And he fell on his face in the ashes and wept and wept and wept. And he picked up those remaining bones and the ashes surrounding them and put them in a satchel. And he carried that satchel on his belt wherever he went. And he would weep and he'd cry and he'd moan. The love for his son was so intense and the loss and just... Thinking about the terrible thing that happened to him, and this went on for months and months, maybe a year. But after a while, he came to grips that his son was dead, that he'd no longer see his son, and he'd basically shut off those feeling went numb to it. The pain was enough; no more hurting, no more pain. After a little while of this, in the middle of the night, one night he'd cried himself to sleep, and uh, and then he heard this knock on his door, and it was a, a voice that that was saying, "Papa, Papa, it's us your son." It's your son, let me in. And the, the, the man was incredulous. How could someone be so cruel? He said, go away, go away, my son's dead, go away. And the person would knock on the door and say, Papa, Papa, it's me, it's your son, let me in. And the man would just weep and cry until and a point where he couldn't even hear the knocks on the door after a while because his sobbing was so loud. After a while, the knocking stopped. And Buddha would say that that person went away and never returned ever again. And the Buddha said that that was his son. See, his son wasn't killed. He was kidnapped. And his son had escaped from the robbers, from the kidnappers. And then he would go on to say the moral of the story is that sometimes... We hold on to what we believe to be the truth. That when the real truth, when the real truth, when the real truth comes knocking on our door, we won't open the door to seek it, to find it, to know it. And ladies and gentlemen, everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. And most people don't know what they believe. Dr. Adler says, he's a psychologist, says by the time a child is six years old, a majority of our map of reality is in place. I read in the Irish Science Journal that 40% of memories are made up. You see, ladies and gentlemen, everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. It's not driven by the truth. See, no one responds to the truth. What we respond to is what we believe to be true. No one responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. See, everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief, and those beliefs are framed, are filtered by our past. And we got to deal with some of the past. We can never achieve the future we want until we properly dealt with our past. Because so many people stuff, 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 snap. Stuff, 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 snap. Stuff, 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 stuff. I don't have enough ketchup, Snap. Stuff, 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 stuff. My boyfriend and girlfriend's cheating on me. Snap. Stuff, 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 stuff. I lose a job. Snap. Stuff, 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 stuff. stuff. I lose a child. Snap. Stuff, 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 stuff. Uh, there's an election coming up, so I have to get angry and bitter, so I'll vote. Snap. Don't you hear it? If we're gonna change our world, ladies and gentlemen, we gotta change our thinking. And we got to realize in every relationship there's a flower and there's a gardener. Which one are you? You're either a conduit or cistern. You're either a self-thinker or a group-thinker. I'm amazed at how racist this world is, that everybody that looks one way has to think alike. It's one of the most racist things I've ever heard, that all black people got to think one way. That's just stunning. I would be so offended if I was of color and someone told me I have to think this way. I'm not going to go on your physical plantation and get me out of your mental plantation. That's what I'd say if I had color on my skin. You're either giving out an ounce of mercy or you're keeping your pound of flesh. You're either moving forward or you're focusing on going backwards. You're either living a life of significance or you're living a life of self-success. Choose, and those choices decide how you remember. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
9: I'm a trained lawyer, I went to law school and I have found that has actually been a disadvantage. My name is Alan, I am a current student at the OTA office in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, I'm a retired district court judge and when I decided to retire I'd always had an interest in financial markets. I had done quite a bit of research, read up on OTA a lot, I think I had a pretty good idea of what to expect. The actual class itself was more impressive than I even anticipated, I mean after I ten of that half hour class i was absolutely 100% sold It's almost like a light bulb goes off. You start following your rules. You recognize the mistakes you shouldn't uh, make and you stop making them. I feel like I've actually turned a corner. I'm actually on a great path. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to do this. And I think a lot of people get scared away from the financial markets because they don't think they're smart enough and nothing could be further from the truth.
2: Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone for a free investing workshop or register at learnwithota.com. Your
3: resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group.
0: Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.